Welcome to the Wealth of Wellbeing podcast with your host, Christy McCarley. If you are in the pursuit of your best life, then you've come to the right place. This podcast is a collection of tips, tricks, stories, and reminders for us to live by. My aim is for you to learn something, feel better than you do right now, and hopefully become a more positive version of yourself. Hello and welcome back to The Wealth of Wellbeing with Christy McCarley. This is episode two and we will be talking about how to be kind to yourself. Today is going to be all about why I was told to be kind to myself, so the backstory, who told me to be kind to myself, why it's been so beneficial to me, And a bunch of tips around how we can be kinder to ourselves, because I think we all need to be reminded of this. So first is the backstory. Why I needed to be kinder to myself. So I am the type of person who knows that I can do better, be better. I will push myself. I want to make sure that anything I do, I do very well. But you get into this kind of people-pleasing mentality. You also get into this, you know, you want to take on any opportunities that arise for you. And that just means that you become a bit of a yes man. And this is exactly what happened to me in respect to my job. So I had gotten this new job. And I'm not talking about my current one because... If you know, you know that I love my current job. But one of my prior jobs, I had started fresh and I got put on this really large program of work for my customer. Bear in mind, I'd been there for about a month at this point. So you've just done induction, you're kind of getting to grips with the company and I hadn't really met the customer yet. So... When I got this piece of work, it was actually handed to me from a senior colleague. And so when the customer was notified, I remember my boss sending me the comms that he was sent and they were in utter disbelief. They truly did not understand why a company such as ours would put such an important piece of work on a new employee, let alone someone who looked young, who looked like they had less experience. They just did not have any faith in me. And to be fair, I didn't have faith in myself, if I'm being perfectly honest, because massive imposter syndrome. I'd moved from a job where I was doing really well. I was definitely working outside of the bounds of my own job description. But taking this new job, it was a massive step up for me in responsibility and also skill set. And so I expected a level of support. And that's what my boss had promised the customer. You know, she's going to get a lot of support. She's going to get a lot of help. Long story short, I did not get a lot of help. But I did not get a lot of support. And it was a very, very stressful time. It got to the point where I was working 12 to 14 hour days. I wasn't sleeping well. I wasn't eating well. I wasn't exercising in the slightest, although I was walking up and down a building quite frequently. So I'd definitely be getting my steps in. 
and I was consistently thinking about this job right I was so nervous about my reputation obviously being new and this was my only customer I knew that if I stuffed this up I honestly wanted to pack my bags and leave because it would have been so embarrassing for me not to have made this a reality and so I remember coming home from the lengthy days and I would sit on the floor of our living room and I would just feel so defeated and so stressed and worried and nervous and all the emotions and it was absolutely the imposter syndrome. I think deep down I did know that I could do it but there was just so many factors kind of working against me and at the time I definitely had that victim mentality as well which is never a good time okay it's never going to make you feel any better you've got to realize that you did that to yourself and we'll go into that a little bit later so you can imagine that I'm very stressed out and, and I haven't really eaten properly and things like that so I knew that this was going to go on for at least a couple more months and I really needed something to change so usually you wouldn't go to a doctor for this this is not really the kind of forum to to chat about what's going on but my doctor has known me since I was a kid she's kind of more so like a friend as well as my doctor And so I went and chatted with her and we discussed it and she said, you know, surely it's going to ramp down soon and you can have a bit of a break. I think you just need to de-stress, to look after yourself. And the main thing that hit home for me when I was in the doctor's office with her was when she said, I just think you're being so hard on yourself. You just need to be kind to yourself. And obviously... When someone tells you something that you kind of know that you need to hear, it really hits you deep and it really hit me. And packed a sad, obviously. And when speaking with her, it just, it made a whole lot more sense why my life was a little bit, yeah, just lackluster was how I was kind of feeling. And what we'd also realized is that I kind of felt nauseous when I was eating. And I also knew that my gut health wasn't that great because my eating schedule was all out of whack. And I was eating real random stuff when I was eating, just out of convenience. And so this was just before Christmas. And she'd said, why don't we try being gluten free? by we obviously we mean me and of course I did it and so three years on I am still gluten-free and it just really highlighted to me the effects that stress and pressure can have on our bodies it can imbalance your hormones to the point where you become intolerant to things you were never intolerant with which is a very scary thought to me if you know me now Personally, you know that I'm attempting to reintroduce some gluten into my diet. So as I go through that journey and that process, and I think really the things that I've learned through going through all of this was really just you, number one, we don't enjoy victim mentality. I wasn't a victim. I 
I knew what I was doing. I, I wanted to do those hours because I knew that if I did a good job, then it was all going to work out for me career-wise. My career is very important to me. And you know what? It actually did work out like that. The customer was very impressed with the work that I did, super complimentary. And whenever any other jobs came up after that one job, they were consistently like, you know, Christy will get the job done, give it to Christy, over and above some of my senior colleagues. So it was really flattering and it really gave me the step up that I wanted. So was it worth it to an extent? Yes. Do I think that it went a bit too far? Absolutely, I do. And so that's what I want to say to you is like, you are perfectly capable of anything and everything that you put your mind to, okay? Please don't doubt your abilities because you will work through anything that comes your way. You you know you will. If something falls on your plate and you had nobody else around you, to ask or get help from you'd figure it out okay you've got to believe that and also don't be afraid to seek help so I just said you can do it on your own and you can but I also don't want you to not seek help the reason I got through that work period is because I was blessed with a birthday twin and again if you know me personally you've already heard about my birthday twin but he is 40 years older than me. He is very, very talented. And he was on the client side, but we worked together very, very well. And I'm forever grateful for him. So number one, don't give in to victim mentality. Number two, you can do anything that you put your mind to. Number three for me is... Really, you want to look after your physical health. So when you're in such a busy period, I want you to make sure that you're getting not only your steps in, but whatever exercise you're going to enjoy, you need to prioritize it. For me, I know that I need to get the exercise done in the morning. It really sets me up. It makes me feel like I've achieved something. And I feel like if I did that, I was going to feel a whole heap better. I think the next thing is really fueling your body. So I think I made it out again. Like I didn't have time to meal prep, to pack decent snacks, to set myself up for success. You know, if I had had muesli bars and my overnight oats and taken my big water bottle and taken my tea bags you know, there's so many options that I could have looked for and implemented to support me to have enough energy for this because it really was one of the most exhausting periods in my life. The next piece is you have to start talking to yourself like you talk to all those people who you love because you should love yourself. And if you don't, that's something that we've got to work on. The last piece is I really need you to set some boundaries, okay? I hate, no, actually I take that back. I don't hate the term work-life balance, but I think it's unrealistic. I think there are always going to be times in our lives where our work is going to ebb and flow. 
especially in the industry that I'm in, that is so normal. But the thing is, when you have those highs, you need to work excess, you still need to keep your routine and you still need to put boundaries in place. You are human, you need rest, you need recovery. And so you need to make sure that one of your boundaries is having enough sleep. You need to make sure that one of your boundaries is, you know, if you've worked the weekend, then you take time off during the work week the next week because you've absolutely well and truly earned it. If you don't ask, you don't get. And I think it's so important to remember that when we're going through these times. So I'm going to recap because I've said a lot today. But I guess the top tips really for being kinder to yourself is do not play the victim because it's not going to make you feel any better. You should back yourself Even if you haven't encountered something before, you need to believe that you can do it. Make sure that you're prioritizing your exercise and your eating, as well as putting boundaries in place to make sure that you are well looked after and well supported. So thank you so much for listening. Like I said, please be kind to yourself. And I hope that you gain something from this episode. Talk to you soon. Thank you for listening to The Wealth of Wellbeing with Christy McCarley. I really hope that you enjoyed this episode. And if you did, please share it on your Instagram and tag The Wealth of Wellbeing podcast. You might want to send it to somebody that you know and love, especially if you think they'd enjoy it. If you haven't already subscribed, please do so, so that you can keep getting your dose of Christy every week. Thank me later.